This has been the worst this has year been of my worst. life. I lost my job. I lost my job. I lost my job. My company closed. My company closed. My company closed. I had to shut my business down. I had to down. shut my business. This was supposed to be the best year of my life. Best year of my life. Social media. Social media. Bills are piling. Bills are piling. Bills. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We lost our home in the flood. We lost our home in the flood. We lost our home in the I'm not sending my kids back to sending my kids back to sending my kids. The anxiety. The anxiety. So many people dying. So many people dying. So many people dying. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. The news. The news. All lives matter. All lives matter. COVID-19. COVID-19. These riots. My employment ran out. These protests. These protests. God, where are you? Where are you? I have to send my kids back. I gotta work. I gotta work. Did you hear about this guy, George Floyd? I never got my stimulus check. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. I'm terrified. I'm terrified to get pulled over. To get pulled over. I need money. I need money. Just wear the stupid mask. He was only jogging. Only jogging. Why are you calling cops? We're not doing anything illegal. I wish I could go out. I wish I could go out. So much death. Virtual school is hard. I'm so lonely. I wish I had someone during this time. Why is all this happening? Things are tough. Things are tough. Things are tough. I want my mommy. I miss my friend. I miss my friend. I've gained so much weight during this pandemic. So much violence. So much violence. God, we need you. God, we need you. She had kids. She had kids. Sick of going to funerals. Going to funerals. Who are you voting for? Who are you voting for? At least you're married. I have no one. Married. I have no one. At least you're single. I'm stuck in a house with this man, and he's getting on my last nerve. My last nerve. Grief is too much. All we do is argue. All we do is argue. These kids are driving me crazy. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives Working from home sucks. God, please help us. God, please help us. God, please help us. We need to vote. We need to vote. I'm sick of this job. I'm sick of this job. Mommy, I'm hungry. Mommy, I'm hungry. Election time is coming. Election time is coming. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm so depressed. I'm so depressed. Stressed. Stressed. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I just want to end it all. I just want to end it all. Stop. 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 Stress is real. And it kills. And we only get one life. We only get one body. And how you treat that one body and that life or how you allow others to treat it determines your well-being and your longevity on this earth. Find things old and maybe even new things that bring you a sense of joy and peace. Walks on the beach, journal, yoga, prayer, laugh, dance, work out, paint, buy a new pet, do whatever makes you happy and wake up every day and live a stress drama free life so today i want to talk about scheduling mental breaks to avoid mental breakdowns don't go anywhere we'll be right back 
It's the 2020 Reset Challenge with Jewel Harrell. Hashtag hit the button. It's time to reset. He's blessing me up. Hey. He keeps blessing me up. Hello, beautiful people. It's me, your girl, Jewel Harrell, and I'm here with the 2020 Reset Challenge, and this is day 11. Day 11. Happy Sunday to you. So today I want to talk a little bit about scheduling mental breaks to avoid mental breakdowns. Because, you know, managing our time well reduces stress. Because things can get busy, situations occur that throw us off our game. Our routine gets interrupted by hardships, the death of a loved one, sickness, and just plain old life. And we all get the same 24 hours in a day, and it moves very quickly. But time is of the essence, and once it's gone, you can't get back. You can't get back those seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, or decades. You can't get them back. You can't do like they do in football where they review the play and put the time back on the clock and redo the play. Life doesn't afford us those type of do-overs. However, if you are listening to this podcast, that means you are alive and God has afforded you breath to live. And every day is a new day to make better choices to pursue purpose and live. And we can't do that if we're always stressed out and overwhelmed and running off of fumes. So time management is key. And our body has a way of letting us know when we are overdoing it and if we need to sit down somewhere. And when we ignore it, it will shut down. And so our mind is the exact same way. When we overload it, we start to lose our grip on reality. And right now we need to be woke and focused and alert as possible. So application, schedule time for you. Alone time. Number one, fast from social media. Turn off the news, turn off the radio. No Twitter, no Facebook, no Instagram, no YouTube, no Netflix and Hulu, no CNN. Anything with a signal that brings you outside information. Turn it off for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. Just give yourself some time away from the outside world. Number two, turn off your ringer to certain people. Now, I won't tell you to turn off your ringer, period, because we have family, kids, jobs, businesses. So I won't say that unless you are in the position to do that. I will, however, say turn off your ringer to certain individuals. If Gossip Girl is calling, send her the voicemail or tell your imaginary assistant or your real assistant to hold all your calls. Not forever, but enough time for you to purge all of the negativity that comes through the information channels. Tune it out and just have you some quiet time. We've talked about having that daily quiet time to pray and meditate and reflect, but we also need time to be at one with our thoughts without immediately cluttering it back up with electronic junk mail. Yes, we have to stay informed, but we also have to be mindful. Satan is real, and he is the prince of the air. The things we take into our mind through the media can be toxic. 
if we take in too much, that stuff can be detrimental to our well-being. So we have to reset. We reset our mind by taking a break from all of that stuff and filling up our plates with some healthy entrees. Again, if all we eat is fried chicken, eventually our bodies are going to be out of shape and our body parts are going to start shutting down. If all we feed our minds is entertainment, news, gossip, world star hip hop, memes about headlines, we are going to get fat and out of shape mentally and our entire world is going to start shutting down. So we have to take some time to detox our mind and put some mental veggies on our plate because we are so easily distracted with all of that junk. And you know how I know that we are distracted? Because a fly got more attention than the issues that were on the table being discussed. And you know what, I get it. It was a comical moment. But the joke is on us if we don't stay focused and stop being so easily distracted. It is some stuff getting ready to come down the pipe that is not going to be funny. You know, and I want to share this with you guys. This morning I had a dream right before I woke up. And it was very short but profound. And in the dream, I was reading a post that said, I will not leave you on earth with COVID being this bad. I'm coming back to get you. And right after I read those words, I heard a loud trumpet and I got on my knees and bowed. And then I woke up. My first thought was, but God, you can heal the land and wipe out COVID. But I believe COVID-19 and all of the things that have transpired in 2020 is part of a master plan. Sure, our government obviously has an agenda, but God has the agenda. He is the author of all of our story and his word is being fulfilled whether we believe him or not. So number three, let us not be caught with our heads down scrolling and distracted with politics or walking around with a heart filled with hatred and bitterness. Jesus is Lord of Lords and he is the Prince of Peace and he is soon to return. We will hear that Shafar sing with the voice of loud trumpets and I believe we are closer to that moment than we have ever been. The question is, will we let all of this stuff going on cause us to miss it? My prayer is to stay ready and not miss that glorious moment when God raptures his people up out of here. Get ready and stay ready. So, Father God, I just pray that everyone listening to this message, God, and listening to the sound of my voice, Father, will yield to you, God, that we will seek your face, God, that we can turn from our wicked ways, God, that we can just pray, Lord, and humble ourselves and come to you, God, that you will heal our land, Father. And we pray, God, that you will just be with us in these perilous times. You've prepared us in your word, God, for what's coming. Some of us are familiar with your word, and some of us are totally lost. God don't know what to expect but God I pray for those individuals Lord as well as those who are versed in the word that we will be hearers and doers of your word God and that we will get our houses and our lives in order Father for the battle that is to come we thank you God for life breath and strength and I ask that you would just continue to bless me to be an encouragement to people continue to bless me to grow God and to just stand on your word and trust you Lord 
through this through everything God through my fears through my doubts through whatever God that may hinder me from reaching and fulfilling the purpose that you have for me and I pray that prayer for each and every person that is listening as well in Jesus name I pray amen so up next guys I have a special guest joining me don't you move we will be right back after this hang tight it's the 2020 reset challenge with jewel harrell hashtag hit the button it's time to reset We are back. I am Jill Harrell with the 2020 Reset Challenge, and I'm here with a special guest today, Miss Brianna Hedden, who is the Associate Pastor of Christ Healing and Deliverance Ministries in Greensboro, North Carolina. How are you doing today, Pastor Brianna? I am doing well. How are you? I am wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited about what we're going to be talking about today. I'm excited as well. I'm excited as well. So I don't know if you've had a chance to follow along on the topic for this week, but you know, we've been exploring our mental and emotional health. And we've talked about unfollowing drama. We've talked about protecting your peace, forgiveness of self and others, um, setting limits and identifying triggers and things that set us off. <laughs> we've talked about getting out of our feelings and learning to let go of things and you know with those types of things are so so prevalent when we're dealing with our emotional and our mental health so i wanted to kind of ask you some questions today and bounce some things off of you like what do you do to maintain emotional and mental balance in your life well for one i take the time to do a self-evaluation um i evaluate what's really going on on the inside of me because a lot of times what happens is that we can have things going on on the inside and we will project those things off on other people and not want to address what's really going on the inside. And so what I tend to do is just take some time out for self-evaluation. I uh, do a lot of praying. I do a lot of talking with God and I let God show me what it is that I'm truly dealing with. And so sometimes we can have things that we have dealt with from years ago and we can think that those things have been healed and some something comes along, a situation comes along and the wound that we have is just covered up. And when something happens, it will go into the unhealed part of the inside of the wound and press something and cause us to react. Um, and our reaction is just based off of the hurt that we have yet to heal from the inside out. We've just covered it up. And so for me, I just take the time to do a self-evaluation and let God deal with me, on me. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's really, really good. Um, especially talking about those those chambers of hurt. <laughs> we kind of just, just sweep them under the rug and, and feel like they'll just go away if we ignore them. And, and that stuff is there and it builds up and becomes a monster in us. So that is really, really good. Mm -hmm. I like that. It doesn't. Um, and what, what I um, like to tell um, women when I'm speaking with them is that 
A lot of times we don't know that we're still dealing with certain things because we haven't been put in a certain situation. And so until you put, are put in that situation, you don't know that 10 years ago, what you went through, you're still dealing with today until you get in that same situation or a similar situation. And so we can be going along in life years and years later and think that we're healed and come to find out we're really not. But God is our own time God and he knows when to bring those issues up and he knows when we're really ready to deal with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about some of the things you do to protect your peace. For one, I get rid of um, toxic people. We a lot of times deal with people because we out of love um because their family or we've been friends for years since we were children or because we fellowship with these people um we deal with different types of people and based on a person's personality they will tend to hold on to toxic people not realizing that it's all right to let them go it's all right to have your boundaries it's all right to cut them off and so for me what i do is just i cut them off no harm I, it doesn't mean that i hate them doesn't mean that um they're not a good person on the inside if they was to take the time to get healed but for my own peace i can't deal with you um and so that's what I do. And then I like to do, go on vacation. So I do a lot of vacation. Uh, me and my children or me and some of my friends, we might go and take a day at the beach. Um, so for me, that's what I do. And I fast and I meditate a lot. And of course, reading my word. So that's how I protect myself because the Bible tells us to guard our hearts with all diligence. And we have to realize that if we are not careful listening, are participating or allowing certain behaviors in our life we are letting our guards down and th that stuff can get in our heart and we don't want that stuff to get in our heart and we don't want to begin to act out like that and so um i've just learned to cut them off and go on mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's such great advice and I, I tell you um i was talking to my daughter one day and um you know, just thinking about some things I wanted to do. And I asked her a question and, and I said um, to her, I said, hey, I said, what is something you feel mommy's good at that I can teach other people or, or help other people with that I can do a master class on? Because I wanted to do a master class. And she said without hesitation to me, cutting people off. Pastor <laughs> Brianna, I looked at her when I tell you just hurt my poor little feelings. I said, what do you mean? And she was so serious and she started laughing. She's like, well, Ma, I didn't mean it like that. I was like, you make me sound terrible. What do you mean? And she went on to explain that she just felt that I was good on doing just what you described, just, you know, cutting off toxic people in toxic situations out of my life. She was like, you know, Ma, you're good with not having drama in your life or having, you know, people mm -hmm. that bring drama around you. You're just really, really good with, with cutting that stuff off. And she was like, so I think, you know, that can help people because some people don't don't right. know how to do that. And I said, my feelings was hurt because I said, you make me sound like such an old girl. Oh my God. <laughs> so... I decided to call my best friend and, 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 and have the conversation with her. And I said, let me tell you what your niece said. And by the time I finished explaining, girl, she got her amen on the table. She said, no way, you are good at that. So I was just like, okay, y'all. Wow. <laughs> I'm not bad.
bad. But, you know, I get what they're saying because I have had a lot of situations where I've had to do that. You know, and some, you know, most of them, I mm-hmm. didn't want to let that person go or didn't have to result to those measures. But I, I have learned the art, honey, of mm-hmm. loving people from afar. So I know exactly what you mean about that. Yes, and, and I think a lot that. of people, you know, I, you know, mastering that is um a hard task for some people because depending on your personality type some Mm -hmm. people are very loyal and so they will ride with somebody and the wheels are gone there's one door on the car no windows left you know and they're still riding and the car's on fire and you're like hey get out the car because they don't care where they're going you know and they're like no i can't but you know this person is not good for your life but because you're so committed Mm -hmm. and it stems you know all these things stem back into um early childhood i'm also a counselor so a lot of this stems from from early childhood learned behaviors Mm -hmm. but having learned the art to letting go of people that aren't bringing nothing to your life but drama and toxicity is so important for especially in the season that we're in because you're trying to reach goals and these people aren't doing nothing more than being leeches and holding you back and so it would be better to let them go but some and then you have some people with this personality where they're um anything that's good seems abnormal and the things that are um not good seems normal to them and so it goes again it goes all the way back into the childhood because what kind of environment were you raised in were you raised in dysfunction and you you feel as though that's normal and anything normal is dysfunctional to you so it goes back to self-examination why can't you let what is so bad what is hurting you go Exactly, exactly. And we, we, we talked about that this week and that's so, so very good. And you, you really hit a point with that loyalty thing because that was a hard thing for me to learn how to do because I am mm-hmm. such a loyal person. I'm going to try to see what's good mm-hmm. in everybody <laughs> and I'm going to squeeze it and squeeze it and squeeze it until I can't get any more good mm-hmm. out of you. You know, and sometimes that's just your own detriment, you know, that you hang on to people past the time of that season when it's supposed to be up and you're still trying to hang on to them and that's when we start to you know really get hurt ourselves with trying to hang on to people mm-hmm. that we, toxic people that we need to let go but it's so very good because i've had to learn that and what kind of helped me with that is categorizing people as either an mm-hmm. asset or a liability if you're, you're an asset to me and and you bring value to my life and i can come to you you know, in confidence with things that you help build me up and you're an asset. But if you are draining the very life out of me yeah. <laughs> and, and about to run you crazy, that you are a liability. And we, we have to learn the difference in our assets and liabilities when it comes to our relationships. Mm-hmm. And That's I think we have so to learn, good. too, when we have people that are manipulators. Because when you have this, when you are a loyal person and you are riding with somebody, and they're you know they're they're your friend you call them your circle person your table person i i have a a thing where i say these are my table people you know and you can have 
that toxic person sitting at your table um, and they're very manipulative so you know you got to know when a person is trying to manipulate you into thinking and believing that it's not them it's you and so a loyal person will always take right. the time to examine themselves well maybe it is me you know maybe it's not them maybe it is me um and so we have to get to a point where you realize that no baby it's not me that's just you because like you say, you're really draining me. You're, there's right. nothing that you're adding here. Everybody here at this table has something to add. We all pour into each other. You're only taken out and you're, you're only receiving, but you're never given. And so you need to exit. I need to get you away from this table. Um, and so re uh, recognizing the manipulation that a lot of times these people um, are doing is very important. And again, when you're a lawyer like that, Mm -hmm. It's easy to know and not know, to see and not see, right. because you're hoping for the betterment right. of that person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really really great what you just said. That's that's really good. People are manipulative, and we do have to be on the lookout for that because sometimes we we do we don't we don't mm -hmm. look for that that's not your go-to to when you meet somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody that's mm -hmm. not the first thing you think about them um and so we do sometimes miss those those warning signs so that's really good tell us uh about some things that used to weigh you down or some things that you had to conquer and how you've you freed yourself from those things to improve your mental and um, emotional health. Getting delivered from people and people's opinions. That used to really, really weigh me down. Um, because we all like to be encouraged. We all like sometimes pat me on the back. And so I had to get to a point um, where I said, it doesn't matter if you like it. You know, serving God, all I, all I care about right now is if he's happy. You know, we can have a lot of people patting us on the back and cheering us on. But at the same time, the next day come and those same people are not in your corner. You know, and so what are you going to do? And so for me, I had to get to a point where it didn't matter about a person's opinion. I don't consult man on the things that God has told me to do. And so what I do is write those things down. Um, I stay in constant prayer. And I just try to do it the way that God tells me to do it. And I wait till the manifestation of it before I announce it. Because if not, I would get bogged down with maybe you shouldn't do this. Or, you know, your situation looks like this. Or I don't think that's a good idea. I got bogged down because of my past. Um, I heard a lot of times that you're not good enough. You can't do that. And so I was carrying those words in my spirit as an adult. And so when I would hear friends say things like that, I wouldn't do what God wanted me to do. And there was a wrestle on the inside of me that I couldn't um, sleep at night. I couldn't function the correct way because God, when you're trying to kick up against a prick, there's no way you can do it. But at the same time, being disobedient is not good either because God is not going to let you rest if you're chosen to do something until you do that, which he's called you to do. And so I had to really let go of um, how people thought or what their opinions of me were. Mm -hmm. That's really good. <laughs> Woo, child, that that one right there. Is a, <laughs> <woo>. Child, 
getting delivered from people mm-hmm. and people pleasing is ooh, that that part. Um, and you are so right. As long as we worry about uh, other people and their opinions of us, we can never really fully function in, in the things that God has for us. So I just ha- have really had to get to a point, and that's still a work in progress for me because I, I just mm-hmm. I, I'm a lover of people, and sometimes I do run into you know, why do people feel this way or, you know, being misunderstood or trying to please everybody and, you know, wanting to every wanting mm-hmm. to be talking to where everyone likes you. And it's just like, yeah, everybody's not going to get you. Everybody's not going to like you. Like, right. didn't get right. And, I, right. and one of the things you that know? I can remember, my daughter, um, she was diagnosed with cancer when she was five. And I was looking for those that I call friends, those that I call family. I was looking for them to run in and to be around us, and they weren't. Um, they wanted me, when they did come and when they did speak, I had some in the church that said, uh, don't go get the surgery. I had some that said, uh, you need to go and get better treatment. I had some that said, you know, I don't think this is the will of God. Go get a second opinion. They don't know what they're talking about. And so here it is, I am sitting there and I have different opinions, but I knew what God had already told me to do and I knew what God had promised me. And so I either can choose somebody's opinion and go with that or I can choose to do what the Lord has told me to do with my daughter. And I chose to follow God. And even in the midst of that, the opinions from afar was still coming at me, um, being misunderstood with why I was doing it or why did I do it this way and why was I speaking this way as far as um, when the doctor's report came back that it was worse than what they thought it was and I still was saying what the Lord said that she's healed Um, and these people almost, it was like they were coming up against me and the weight of it all and many times having to even cry myself to sleep at night but still getting up and even with tears in my eyes red eyes and puffy eyes going and still doing what the lord said and at the end of that at the end of our journey i thank god that i followed him and i let the weight of the people and their opinions fall away and get to the through to the end of the tunnel where the light was to see the glory of God. And so it was even in that time that I learned, you know what? Sometimes people might mean well, but it's only God's word that stands. People might have facts, but God's word is the truth. And so, you know, just being delivered from that, because some people walked away from me and thought that I was foolish that I was making a plum fool and I was making wrong decisions. But it's all right because like you said, they walked away from Jesus. You know, they didn't all they yeah. a multitude followed him until right. he got on that mountain and started preaching. I was <laughs> like, oh no, nah, you crazy. I ain't doing all that. You know, and so he's left with the twelve and he looked at the twelve and said, Wait a right. minute, what y'all gonna do? Are y'all gonna what y'all gonna do? Let me know now before we get any further, you know, and they're like, who else are we going to follow? But, and sometimes that's just God's way of um, weeding out the people that don't need to go with you on your journey. So. Mm, That's good. That's good. Yeah, because everybody, everybody is not meant to go. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we try to drag people, you know, we want, we want certain people to go with us to to the top of that mountain, but it's really not 
everybody's, you know, that's not everybody's destiny mm-hmm. when it comes to your destiny. And, and we try to drag the wrong people with us. So we're, we're, we're wondering why it's so hard to climb up this mountain because we, we're weighted down right. pulling the wrong people with us. Um, so really, 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 really good. Um, tell us some things that you're doing and some positive moves that you've made in 2020 because 2020 has been a doozy <laughs> you know it is it is hit everybody hard no matter what your status is financially no matter what race you are what gender you are we have all felt the effects of 2020 so tell us some things you've had going on in Despite the, the pandemic and, and well, um, I am currently working on my third book um, that will be coming out late 2021. I've been doing that. I have um, increased my revenue. I have a hospice agency. I have also um, God has me in the middle of a transition as far as ministry wise. And um, even though in the midst of what everything that's going on God is still in the midst of blessing his people so I mean God has still been blessing um you know where it looks like where the money's coming from I mean God is just raining down so positive things is I'm still seeking the face of God it just doesn't not his hands I'm just seeking his face um I have been doing more ministering to the people that are out from behind the four walls. You know, we get so comfortable with being inside the church, but now you can't be in the church. And so what are you going to do? And so one of the things that God had dealt with me um, was, are you being the church? And so, you know, my goal and um, is to tell more people about Christ. And I mean, it has been people I have come across that has giving me different stories of why they don't go to church and being able to just walk beside them and to explain to them and break um, different things down about, you know, our walk is not concerned about peace. It doesn't matter about people. People are sick. That's why we go to church. It's the hospital. So, you know, when we go into the building, we're expecting to see these perfect people, but no, you're, you're walking into a building with some of the most imperfect people, no matter how many times they put a different mask on. We're all imperfect. Nobody's perfect. And so being able to walk alongside people and to really um, open their minds to what really God is calling them to do and the whole um, giving your life to Christ and knowing that nobody's everybody falls short. You know, nobody is without sin. And so just worrying about themselves and building that relationship with Christ, because, you know, we can read the Bible and if you're not in the spirit when you read it you you miss them and so explaining to people that he reveals himself to us all different and um he's bigger than uh, what we're reading on the pages because spiritually he'll open you up to a whole nother realm um in the spirit as you're reading the word so i'm those things are what i'm doing uh, positive and just um, keeping my mind stayed in the right direction because when you know you have a promise, you you do whatever you got to do to reach that promise. Amen. Absolutely. And congratulations on your book that you, Thank you. have coming out. That is awesome. So, yes, that's awesome. So other than your, your book in 2021 in ministry, what what else can we expect for you in 2021 and what what can you leave the people with as far as we, we we're getting out at the tail end of this year you know the wind has been knocked out of a lot of people this year 
And some of us are still, like myself, came into this year saying 2020 is going to be my year. And, you know, and despite all of the things that have transpired and happened, like you said, God is good. He's been blessing. You know, of course, we've experienced some serious loss in our lives, our lives, and we've lost loved ones. Um, I think everybody knows somebody, you know, that, that, that has been lost in this pandemic. But the flip side of that is we've had time to complete things, work on things. God is blessing and he's just kept me and my family in overflow throughout this pandemic. So, you know, I, I walk out of this year with a sense of greatness. You know, I pray to see mm-hmm. December 30, 31st and I pray to see, you know, January 1st. But right now I have such a sense of gratefulness and gratitude to God for just making it this far. So for you, what do you what do you walk out of this year with and what do you what can you encourage others to take out of this year and walk into 2021? I would encourage people. Um, I have a, a greater sense of who I am uh, without all the hustle and the bustle that I have been doing for the last couple of years and having to actually sit down with myself. I have a greater sense of who I am and what I deserve. And that no matter what might come my way, I know that I can overcome it. Um, I would encourage anybody before December 31st comes. I know that life for many has been hard. Um, Everybody hasn't experienced the blessings that some people have, but you're still being blessed. And I would just encourage you to just really take the time and exhale. Exhale, breathe in and exhale. And really look at the goodness of what God is truly doing in your life. You know, we um, have experienced loss of a lot of people, but the Bible tells us that, you know, he takes those who have finished their course. um, And we're thankful. We're thankful that they have finished their course and that now that they're resting in the internal arms of Jesus. And so that should encourage us to even run our race even the more. I'm knowing that they're on the other side of the Jordan, the Jordan, that, the other side that we're trying to get to. Um, find comfort in knowing that God has never left you. He's not going to ever leave you. And I don't care what decisions you made on yesterday to cope with whatever you're going through. God hasn't turned his face from you. And so I would encourage those that are listening to take the time to really sit with God. Really sit with God and ask God to show them who they really are. Because God has given you so many treasures. He's given treasures in earthen vessels. What is your treasure? And what is it that God is trying to pull out of you? What have these situations that you've been through? What is the good that God is still working out of? And so sit before him, right? Get your journal, journal. What is he placing in your spirit? What is it that he really wants you to see? Because even though we know what's going on naturally, what is God trying to do with you spiritually? Because that's where you really prosper. And the things that are going on in the natural can't touch you, won't even bother you. Once you really discover who you are spiritually, what were you created to do? 
in this earth and this is the season for you to discover and this is the season that God is going to redeem time for you and this is the season that everything that the canker worm and the palmer worm has eaten up everything that the enemy has stolen from you God is getting you to a place where you can see spiritually and you can begin to get all those things back in, in 2021 you're going to exhale. So take this time before December 31st and, and get yourself together with God and watch, watch what God does for you. Amen. Amen. That is awesome. An awesome word. And I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited yes. to, to finish this year strong. I'm excited to be in a better mental state when 2021 comes in because, you know, listen, everybody's saying, oh, no. you know, just throw this whole year away. Let's just get to 2021. Yeah. But we got some stuff coming down the pipe that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got to be ready for. We got to get put our, our war clothes on and be ready to fight. Mm-hmm. We can't go into that fight weary. You know, we, we got to get our minds right because... 2021 Mm-mm. she's not going to be a pretty sister either I, you know mm-hmm. it is what it is it's a word coming mm-hmm. coming full force full circle to fruition and and you know god has told us what to expect so we have to get ourselves to together and like get you said put our war clothes on <laughs> mm-hmm. yes amen well before we go tell my lovely beautiful listeners well, um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, just type in my name, Brianna Hedden. And one of my outlets should come up. I have an author page um, as well, but I believe that's the one that's going to come up. So you can connect with me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, um, Brianna, lowercase score, um, Hedden on Instagram. And you can also email me at Brianna276 at gmail.com. Um, and I also have a podcast called Woman to Woman Inspire. So you can find me on iTunes, um, Spotify, any of those outlets, you will be able to connect with me. Yes, Thank you. I love your podcast, by the way. I really Thank love you. Your podcast. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> new to this podcast. I'm praying for you so, doing so, good. So, yeah, pray for me. But yeah, so I'm loving it. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that's head and H E A D E N, guys. If you're wondering how to spell that, I know it's different ways to spell head, and it's my maiden name. So H E A D E N. Yeah, I'm a head and also. <laughs> Yeah, so um, thank you so much for joining me today. Actually, my first guest. Well, thank you, Pastor Brianna. Yeah, yeah. I have more to come throughout the thank month. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being my first and and for, for hanging I out with me it. today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Likewise. So we will be right back, guys. It's the 2020 Reset Challenge with Joel Harrell. Hang tight. Well, that's all for today, guys. I hope you have been blessed by my guest, Brianna Hedden. Thank you so much, Pastor Hedden, for sitting in with me today and hanging out with my listeners. So, guys, we are going to jump into a new topic this upcoming week. So, stay tuned for challenge instructions. I know you guys are waiting to hear the announcement on who won the free Quiet Revelation When God Speaks book. I am going to be posting that along with this podcast episode 
And it's a lovely young lady. And I kind of knew that she was going to be in the running because she's such a faithful listener. And she's always sharing the podcast in the group with others. So thank you so much, sweetheart. I will be hitting you up in your inbox to get instructions on how to send you your free book. And I hope you enjoy it. So you guys don't have to be jelly. There will be other contests coming up. So you guys have to stay tuned and share, share, share. Tag, like, and share. And if you're enjoying the podcast episodes hit me up in the comments and let me know all right y'all all right so i'm gonna holler at y'all later continue to enjoy your evening have a blessed week and i will see you on tomorrow hey don't forget to hashtag hit the button it's time to reset peace out y'all Poet is black jewel. Poet is black Follow jewel. Follow the real poet. Follow the real poet. Follow the real poet.